Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where one American and one Brit try to talk about the Premier League, but often get distracted. My name is Oscar Puente, the host with the most, and I am joined by my very, very good friend, Chuck Bailey. Ian, Ian, can you sort out the production value on the music? It was really tinny just then. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, oh, that was from my phone. Ian is going to hate that. Oh, Ian's not here. He oh, not here, if you no. couldn't tell already. Yeah, um... I, I even just hit pause on the <laughs> on Oh, no, game. no. I, I realised it was a hard cut out, um, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is even better now because we're going to reference it so much. So you Ian know, can't in a cut way, at all. it's can't cut this down, 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 down. Can't cut this. I even um, forgot that I'm supposed to be doing a new intro and then started with the old one, tried to switch halfway through and just kind of blended yeah, the two. Yeah, so. I mean, these are parameters you put on yourself. This none is of true. us, none of us expect it. Um, you know. you, you're, you're fine to do just what uh, you wish, but we're back. We're back to talk about the World Cup again. Um, have we been slack? Maybe. Have we been on the slack? Definitely. Uh, that's the real quiz. Uh, join us, patreon.com forward slash miles offside pod. Give us loads of money. Um, wish us a Merry Christmas and come join the lovely slack. Um, there you go. There's a plug up front. Nice. Oscar, have you been watching more of the World Cupage? Uh, yes. What is your? How are you feeling about it now? We're in this bleak period Fucking where we've terrible. had no games for two days. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like shaking. I have the shakes. It's been really bad. Um, people at work are doing work, which is confusing. <laughs> it's been really funny actually tracking it as we go through the World Cup. It started off like. When there was like nine games a day during the group stages, they were all during the workday here in the US. Mm -hmm. um, and so like I would be watching at my desk on my phone with like the screen face down so I could just hear it like listening while I was doing work. <laughs> By a few days in, it's like, yeah, all right, I have my phone propped up. Then I had it on my laptop, but like, on a second tab so I could click away quickly. But then you yeah. would hear like people down the hallway going, <gasps> Oh, mm. and you're like, well, I know what you're reacting to. <laughs> and then by the last last games of the group stage, you were double screening. Oh, um, yeah. By the time the Japan <laughs> kickout happened, it was like a whole bunch of people were just gathered around one screen, just openly cheering and watching and going nuts. And like my department head, who's like not even a sports fan on any level whatsoever, mm -hmm. really, at least it doesn't seem like she might, might be a basketball fan. Anyway was like, so these penalty kicks were not great from Japan, right? And I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like all pretenses of work while the soccer is on have, have slowly faded. Um, it's been nice. It's been a bonding experience sure. with the people at work because I'm like the go-to soccer guy, right? So like, let's, let's take that as a jumping off point because obviously uh, the US did get out of the groups and uh, sadly got knocked out the round of 16 by the Netherlands. How, how has it all been received over there? Because obviously there is this kind of groundswell for soccer um, and, uh, but there's been kind of mixed reports about the usment. Um, especially compared to the success of the us us went. That's just um, the US. They're the US, and the guys are the us men. Right. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Knowledge. Um, so how's it? How's it been? How's it felt? What's been the reception? Um, I think from like soccer knowledgeable fans, it has very much been like a we were good to get, glad to get out of the group with such a young squad and a relatively tricky group with Wales in there. Turns mm -hmm. out they weren't that good, but um, oh, I think, you know, especially looking back at the slack, like nobody had the U.S. getting out of the groups. 
Um, thanks, Patreons. Shout out you guys. But, uh, <laughs> There's some of them are American as well. I know, so. <laughs> I know. Well, we have no confidence in the U.S. either. No. Um, so, like, you know, you got to take the the like positive spin on it that like they're such a young squad. Most of those guys are below mm. 23. Um, so getting out of the groups was nice. They got some experience. They pl- they looked good. They played England pretty even, which is like, I think pretty impressive mm. for such a young they squad. They really well against England. They yeah. really did. Um, the coach made a lot of like good decisions um, that were not just like run out the same lineup in the same tactical setup every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is risky, like at the international level, but he did good. So I think knowledgeable soccer fans are like really happy. Um, I think like super, super casual fans are like, yeah, the US played and they played against England. That's a big country. Um, and so they just like, that's all they kind of know. Um, and then your mid level fans probably wanted to see us go further, but we're like, you know, they, the, the boys looked good. Um, mm-hmm. It's been overwhelmingly positive, I think, the reaction. Obviously, we want, everyone wanted them to go further, but, you know, you take the silver linings where they are. How's it been for England? It, the mighty, mighty England into the quarters. Into the quarters, as we fairly expected, as you predicted indeed, uh, out in the quarters on penalties. Yeah, um, it's coming. You know, obviously against France, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, you know, I've been critical of Southgate based on the past um, and my eyes um, and what I've seen. I don't enjoy uh, the football we've played, but then, you know, at this tournament, it's it, it all seems to be working against the opposition we have played. Um, I think we're close to being, you know, we're one of the top scoring teams in there. Um, three clean sheets on the bounce, but, you know, the, this next game is... is kind of the biggest test for both of those teams um the media the kind of treatment of it as you can imagine has just been all about Mbappe yeah um rightly so and and how do you stop him what is the perfect foil for him how do you do that but you know without realizing like there's a lot of very good other players in the French squad um just you know we we talked about (laughs) it last time comparing you know Brazil and France um I, I don't think England have as stratospheric at the moment, anyway, a player as Mbappe is, um, but you know, still do have a bloody good squad, um, and and France are obviously really great, and they're the two favourites, uh, two of the favourites, really. You'd expect them, um, whomever probably wins that, to to then beat whoever whoever comes out of Portugal versus Morocco. Uh, I think you'll find that whoever wins France England is going to go on to lose to Morocco on their glorious journey to the final and the win. Oh, right. And then we're going to have one of those really, really terrible finals that ends out like 6-0. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. That's yeah, because it's just a massive mismatch. And yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think the anyone's necessarily getting too carried away either way. Um, it's... You know, if if England do go out to France, it, it will be disappointing because it's the quarterfinals. But it's not disappointing because it's France. Like they're the yeah. reigning champions, um, they are bloody bloody good. And so, it, you know, it's kind of mixed. I don't, I, I'm not really, I'm still not necessarily too het up in it. it. It still feels really weird. I still just can't like as much as I joked at the start about there being two days of no football. Like it hasn't also hasn't felt like football's missing. Oh, I have. But that's because okay. I'm actually doing work at my work. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Although it was all during work hours here. There was games at like 10, 1, and 3. Um, 4? 10, 1, and 4, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's um, that's the England of it all. Um, what about... Uh, oh, well, I, 
One of your teams got through. Yeah, thanks. I was wondering. You, you made it 11 minutes and 40 seconds on the recording get track it. at least before bringing it up. Shall we talk about Germany a little bit before we get to the round of 16 matches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can at any point, you can pull the Belgium ripcord on the parachute. <laughs> um, so at any time, if the fall is getting too fast uh, down Germany Valley, yeah, uh, yeah. you can pull that. Kevin De Bruyne, a parachute. It did help. Also, seeing Luis Suarez crying his little eyes out on the bench, that was quite like nice. A prick. Oh my god! He, Andre Ayew got a penalty and missed it. Oh. He's, he was the only player left from 2010, and they gave him the penalty, and it was just awful. Oh, um, but the, yeah, they were still celebrating because Uruguay went out. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, that was good. Um, Germany, look. Four years ago, Germany were bad, and mm-hmm. they made bad decisions with the personnel. They made bad tactical decisions, and they got like thoroughly outplayed, um, and deserved to go out at the groups. And that sucked. That that hurt. That was a lot of KFC buckets, you know, drowning my sorrows. This time around, I'm more angry than sad, okay. um, because there's a sense of like, the, you know, I mean, I'm a stats guy, and they had the best underlying numbers of the group stage. It wasn't even close. They had like by far the best. They had, I think, the the most XG and the second least XG conceded in the group stages or something like that. Um, so for them to go out is is like just rub salt on the wound. There's a, a sense of like cosmic injustice in that they played really, really, really well um, and didn't get the results. But at the same time, you lose to Japan in the first game. Like you have to win out. And yep. they didn't beat Spain. And so, you know, yeah. you get what's Maybe. coming. It's, it sucks. It, very it difficult. sucks. I'm mad about it. I'm big mad. But, you know. Yeah, Japan were really a star turd in that um, group, albeit, you know, they, they managed to beat Spain and Germany, but lose to Costa Rica. Um, you know, no team won all three of their games uh, in, in the World Cup groups, um, which, is, which is really weird um, to think. I think it was the first time for since about the 60s or 70s. Wow. Well, um, Brazil rested happened. their players for the third match. Otherwise, they probably would have swept the group. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, they did actually, didn't they? They they changed the whole eleven. They're, yeah, they're now yeah, the yeah. first team to use twenty six different players in a World Cup um, because they subbed on their third goalkeeper um, the other night. It's good to match. let him get. You know, now he gets to tell his grandkids he played at the World Cup. Like that's yes. Yeah. Nice. His name is Weatherton. Weatherton. Um, so yeah, uh, Germany bad. Yeah, I don't know. What are your what's your take? Your like more objective take? Actually, you're not objective. You fucking hate Germany. You're English, so um, never mind. I don't really. Uh, I, I have more of a disdain in a sporting way for Germany because there's a, there's a brilliant video um, that's doing the rounds from a oh I can't remember which, but I think it's Indian um, news channel where they talk about how Germany are just you shouldn't be sad for them because they're the absolute dream breakers. Uh, oh and yeah, it goes yeah, back yeah, I've seen like this. Decades, yeah. really, really funny and and well thought out video. And there's a famous quote from Gary Lineker that football is a simple game. Um, it's 22 men playing at the end at the end of 90 minutes. The Germans win. Um, so you know, in a in a sporting sense, uh, pff, shit happens. Um, I, I did think much like with Spain, who went on to then lose in a round of 16 and their coaches quit um, following their their penalty knockout to Morocco, um, that they're still kind of finding their feet-ish. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the simple reductionist 
thing of when Spain versus Germany played like all no striker or whatever. But I don't think either of those teams at any point played bad football. Um, It's just unfortunate. And and as you said before, you know, you can have the stats, but in three games, you you make a real rod for your back if you don't win the first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so any team that did that, you know, was then kind of struggling from then on just had to then go all out in that last game. And obviously there was a beautiful three minutes. I was in a supermarket um, and there was a beautiful three minutes where it was Japan and Costa Rica going through. Yes. Uh, um, those last, just, it's been a while since we recorded, but those last rounds of group games were so exciting. Yep. And it won't happen next World Cup. Unlucky. Um, yeah. Because of well, the yeah. 16 groups of three where they play a penalty shootout before the game or something in case of a tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> yes. That, I don't, that might be real. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that's, that's like legit proposal of how they'll make sure teams don't, you know, they'll settle tiebreakers. They'll do the penalty shootout before the game starts. To that's then, that's yeah. one of the dumbest. Well, whatever. Whatever. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. Of course. The, yeah. Yeah, FIFA, piece of shit. So yeah, there's lots of chaos happened, uh, lots of upside downsies. Obviously, you know, you just mentioned about Cameroon, Brazil, um, Uruguay, Ghana was absolute chaos. Tunisia uh, winning against France. Oh, I um, forgot about that. Yeah, I don't. It was insane. Um, obviously, the US getting through Qatar, uh, being officially the shittest team at the tournament. Uh, congratulations, worst host nation ever <laughs> for so many reasons, um, yeah. including especially sporting wise um, in in this situation. Um, a tear for Canada. Um, oh man, they were so good, and they didn't they, get anything. Nothing. Um, they had the best. Speaking of unjust stats, they had the best xG differential in that group, and they finished last. Yeah, that makes uh, that's with that's zero that points. Right. Just behind uh, the dark horses. Of the mm. tournament, mm. Belgium, yeah. lol, Belgium. R.I.P. Eden Hazard retired now from international. Uh, you could have told me he retired before the tournament started. <laughs> he was that shit. Um, yeah. If I, I don't have anything really to say about Belgium, I don't want to. They are annoying and stupid, and they played weird. So um, that's it. There's your group stages. Uh, how about? Uh, I mean, round of sixteen. There were some incredibly tight games in there, and then there was um, Brazil four one, Portugal Portugal six one. Yeah, I uh, I kept blinking and goals. <laughs> I, I missed that one. I was like actually working, um, which was frustrating. No, I'm, but I don't care about Portugal. But when I saw when I came back and saw that you know who had been benched and his replacement got a hat trick. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I like Portugal now, actually. <laughs> but such good vibes because because the dickhead did the same thing um, and was just like pissing off the manager because he's, you know, pissed off about um, getting subbed or trying to leave early or whatever. Like, bro, fuck off. Yeah, and get then, in the bin for all of the reasons, but even athletically now, which like, yeah. obviously shit person, many bad things, but like sports wise, you have to give him credit. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Um, but not anymore. He's below average at best. Yeah, and he's being touted as like a literally like a one and a half million a week contract in uh, Al Nasser. I can't, I can't remember wh- where that is. Um, forgive me, which league they play in. But yeah, that's that's where he's at now. And that doesn't um, even count all the times he's going to win the lottery. Yeah, in the <laughs> in the in the Carlos Tevez triangle of hey, I'm going there for a holiday and to get paid a fuckload of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, dickhead. Anyway. Personally, I think that's... I mean, Portugal are great. 
like I said this before, they are a really, really good team and squad apart from him. And uh, so this doesn't surprise me. Uh, I wonder if it's a bit like too much too soon. Mm. Like we do see this of a team, you know, it's all about shining at the right time. And we do see teams sometimes go a bit early. Like, was this Portugal's chance? Who knows? Um, But fuck it. Let's go more general. What do you think's going to happen from here on in? We've got Brazil, Croatia, uh, Netherlands, Argentina. These are tomorrow as we record. Unlucky Ian. Uh, Then Portugal, Morocco (laughs) and England, France on Saturday. Yeah. What's your kind of? Do you have any hot takes of any of these? Do you see no where do you see updates? Um, okay. I think Croatia are bad, but they made it to the Ooh. finals, being not that good last time. Um, Interesting. They were really lucky that Japan had never taken penalty kicks or practiced them in their lives at any point. Oh my god! Yeah, those were really, really bad. Those were they? the worst penalties. I some of the worst penalties I've ever seen. I they re- were so tired. Bless yeah, them. Yeah, you could tell because they kicked it real slow. They just had <laughs> nothing. Aim. They just had nothing left. Just yeah. their legs just swung, like they had no control below, like the hip. <laughs> yeah, it was it was sad. But I don't think Croatia deserved to be there. I hope Brazil just destroy them. Um, I'm looking at mm. in that side of the bracket, probably Argentina, Brazil. I don't think that's a hot take on any level. But like Netherlands, Croatia have not impressed. Uh, Netherlands played well, the U.S. about even, but had better finishing because mm. the finishing pixie. But like xG wise, they were pretty close. I think if I remember. Um, and Argentina have had like the best defense, I think, in the tournament. So I don't see Netherlands doing much there. Croatia don't. Like, Brazil are just so strong. Yeah. Um, you got to think it's the South American semifinal on that side. I don't know. Where, where are you at on that side? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I, I don't... I mean, Croatia have the potential to just do it again, if you see what I mean. Yeah, like, they do. They're very... They're, they're, they're so intelligent and so experienced and just very, very good at game management. Very, very good at it. Um, and we've seen that in the last World Cup. Um, and, and we've seen it here as well, that they can just grind it out. Um, so against the Brazil side that whilst is very, very good and very talented, are there elements of that that necessarily, you know, they've had a lot of hard luck in the last couple of tournaments mm-hmm. um this is almost certainly the longest they've ever been without a win um it's definitely the the most years without a south american win um in the world cup um, yeah because 02 was the last time a south american team won it and it was brazil right yeah exactly like 20 years. um uh, before that it literally because there was a conspiracy theory it alternates every tournament south america europe who won mm. um from 62 to 2006 I think we're kind of seeing that because as much as there's definitely the celebration police of, oh, look at them doing their stupid dances, you know, they're playing Korea, blah, blah, blah. Like, Don't talk about Ian that way. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> they did four laps of honor. Um, uh, it, it, no, it, it, it's good to see they're kind of shaking that off because in the last few tournaments, we've seen that it's just been like in Neymar and they're probably going down like now it's just been like injured Neymar oh shit Richarlison has gone super saiyan yeah I mean look um, at his hair you can tell yeah he's great <laughs> um he's great he's lovely we love him uh, I mean that we're not even talking goal. about Vinicius Jr when he's having I know. He's having, like that just goes to show how strong Brazil have been yeah so I mean uh, on balance ultimately I do think Brazil go through and 
I think Croatia probably make it difficult. Um, whether they can push it to full time, who knows? Um, but I think if Brazil get another big statement win there, if if Brazil get like a three nil or like a four one or something mad like that, then that's that's huge. And then I'd expect them to beat Argentina in the next round. The only thing I would say to that, and this might be a hot ish take actually, is that I think okay. Messi's the best player at the World Cup so far. Um he's been doing everything at an elite level like like Messi not even recent Messi but like a few years ago Messi he's creating he's dribbling he's shooting he's doing all of the things he's both receiving the ball like crazy in the penalty area and passing the ball into the final third like crazy and dribbling the ball into the final third like crazy mm. and getting shots so like just all of the things um, I would say, and when I Messi's would say, in that form like what you can't mm. like you can't do anything it it has felt from watching. I I'd agree in all the games apart from the first game. In the first game, I think he was pretty bad. Mm. Um, I, from what I recall, I don't know any specifics. I think I'd agree with you in that he's been the most drag his team up, like drag him them through it. Yeah, um, yeah. almost. Um, I think in terms of flourish on the top and just take them to the next level of excellence like i don't think you could say it isn't mbappe's been the best at this tournament yeah i mean that, that's probably the more popular five, pick. five goals two assists in a very good and a very well performing france team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um richarlison would probably be another name that people would throw out yeah i'd agree in in a in more of the mbappe vein i guess that he's just been he's shone in a really good team in a really good situation that's not to say argentina are bad like it's just you know i i need to find something to say um <laughs> otherwise this podcast would be like three minutes he'd be like hello thanks to patreons goodbye um some might prefer that but who knows um so yeah i i think i do i do <sighs> see now thinking about it uh, everything i said about croatia maybe we could say the same about netherlands with argentina like i think they're that's a really interesting match mm-hmm. I think that side of the bracket is interesting in that way that they could just be well thought out kind of attritional affairs. If I'm being honest, I think Morocco had their kind of day in the sun and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. this one, they'll probably lose 2-0. Yeah. Um, as much as I don't like it, Portugal are really, really good. Um, but I'd be surprised if Morocco could then get through to the semi-final. Um and England France. That's the I mean, big one. That's the yeah. big one. We could spend a half hour on this one. Not that we should, but I mean, aside from Spain, Germany in the groups, I guess this is the biggest matchup we've had. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's huge, and it's it's obviously massively affects like the betting odds and stuff like that. Because at the minute, if you look at who's going to win the tournament, uh, bookies have Brazil as favourites at almost two to one. Uh, 17 to 10 I believe then you've got France at 4 to 1 and England at 6 to 1 but obviously whomever wins this game then their odds kind of would tumble my honest take on this uh, is I think it's a case almost of whichever manager blinks first is probably going to be the one that loses it Mm -hmm. like that's I know we mentioned before about the discourse in England but I think that was a thing a fear from the second we we'd got through against Senegal was we've got France is Southgate going to go to three at the back yeah is he going to change 
what he's done. Are we now going to rely on Kyle Walker to to wrap him up? Who do we bring in there? Um, honestly, based on how the tournament's played, I don't think anyone should necessarily change. Um, I think it would be silly to go to three at the back after playing well because you just invite so much more pressure onto yourself. Um, and if you do that to France, they're really fucking good. Mm. Um, and we're fucking good going forward. Like you look at our front six and Jordan Henderson aside, they're all very, very good attacking players. And then you look at our bench and everyone coming off a bench is very good attacking players. Um, so I think it's more maybe a change in play style rather than a change in formation. Like I can see uh, Saka being used and having to drop back a bit more mm. um, to kind of double up on that side where Mbappe would be with Kyle Walker. Um, I can also see Kane dropping a bit deeper uh, to kind of occupy the midfield with maybe like Rashford and Foden playing on the other side um, and then kind of being like inverted wingers playing on the counter that way. And likewise with France, there's talk of them changing the way they play, weirdly. Um, And I I just don't think either team has necessarily done anything to warrant wanting to change it at this point. Um, and I know people will be listening to this saying, oh, but you said England are playing really boring and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, they have against Wales and against the US. And, you know, for the first half against Senegal, like those are all true things and everything leading up to this tournament, England have been fucking awful. Let's not forget that they got relegated from the Nations League. Um, they were playing really bad football, <laughs> dull, um, Hodgson-esque football. But there's a difference then between between playing, you know, France and being smart with it and being overly cautious and being able to be picked off by a different team. So I don't see us necessarily needing to change anything. But um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on um, that? I think tactically both of these teams are happy to play a team of the setup of their opponent. Mm. Um, like France don't want the ball. Nope. They don't even press. They, they just don't like, press. It's so weird, isn't it? They, they just, just let don't... you have the ball, and then they're like, "Go ahead, come towards us." And now we're gonna have an Mbappe go behind you, and it's and it works. It's like it's terrifying. Mm. Like, so I think that France will be very happy to ha- let England have the ball and build it up slow. Um, and I think England generally like a team that doesn't doesn't do it up them. You know, like if you look at the blueprint of how the U.S did mm. really well against England. It was yep. pressing. It was getting the ball back in the midfield. It was not giving Declan Rice any time to pick out passes and stuff. Yep. Um, very good point. Which is not what France is going to do. So I think that, like, on paper, if you change the name, both of these teams would be happy to be playing the other team. Um, but mm. I also think that, like, England doesn't want France, and France doesn't want England. They'd much rather have, you know, port- your Morocco's or your Portugal's or your your less pragmatic teams let's say yeah um i think that's going to combine to a fucking terrible unwatchable boring boring match um of course it's going to finish 5-4 now because i said that (laughs) obviously (laughs) oh yeah every time i i think the exact same i think it's going to be really dull attritional awful slow Um, it's going to be the simpsons meme of soccer i I mean all of our games have basically been like that yeah yeah um yeah egg on my face i've also said that about every other game so i'll probably get the wrong way around but Fair enough. i i it, it has been a weird 
World Cup that you're right, like England, France would probably, you know, you'd be fine with it in a semi-final, mm-hmm. maybe, because you're closer, even though, you know, the pain hurts that much more. But you look at the bracket, the amount of quote-unquote big teams that didn't get through, or the situation, like, if something weird had happened and France had had finished second in the group, they'd have been on the other side of the bracket, like, and had Argentina in, in that round, and then England, you know, now we'd be talking about England, Australia, and Portugal, Morocco on one side, yeah, and Brazil, Croatia, France, uh, Argentina on the other, probably like uh, France, Netherlands, sorry, on the other side. So, like, such fine margins because of what's happened before, but you know, it's created some mismatches in there, like Portugal against Switzerland, and probably Brazil against Korea, um, just because of the nature of the thing, but. Yeah, I think both teams will be disappointed to get each other now because they'll both really fancy their chances. But also it's that classic thing of if you do actually want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Or not in the cases of Spain and Germany who are both out now because they couldn't beat each other among other things. Yeah, yeah. Well, Um, they knew they they wanted to be the best, just they didn't do the other bit. So do you money to your mouth... Mouth where your money, gun to your head. Is England going to be playing? Okay, in the it got violent very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck me, it's such a coin toss. I know it really is. It really is. So, like, um, you know, just because it's a podcast, so you have to give an answer. Yeah, I guess. Here's what I'll say, because Jeff's prediction game and my World Cup bracket, it, um, I had England winning, and in Jeff's prediction game i'm the only person out of like 30 people who had england in like the first pot where it was like england france brazil argentina like the big big teams mm-hmm. i'm the only person in that that picked england and so like i'll stick by it and i i think england can go through fair enough i think france they've escaped the reigning champion curse so admirably for so long um but it's got to catch up with him at some point. Yeah, no one repeats. That's that's you know, facts. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking whoever wins this is going to lose to the other team, the other matchup. That's my my hotter take on this side of the bracket, is that it'll be Morocco or Portugal in the final. I genuinely really? mean that. Yeah, I mean that. You are insane. I know, I know. But, you know, it's not the four favorites every time. There's always an upset somewhere in yeah. the later rounds. And I think that this is the side that is... But is but is like has this World Cup used up all his upsets? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> there's been a lot. There's been a lot. There really there's has been a lot. It's been we talked about this last time, and it just only got more. Like it's been a boring World Cup in terms of the soccer, but a f- like really dramatic World Cup in terms of the crazy results. That's that was less true on the last day of the group. But who went out on yellow cards? Did anyone this time? We had was four it Me- of the last five World Cups. Someone I, went out on yellow cards. I've but. got Mexico in my head as they went out on yellow cards. No, they they were like a minute away, but then they conceded a goal in stoppage oh, time. Oh, that yeah, was it. We were yeah, close yeah. to that happening. Um, that so was close. another really exciting last day of the groups. Mm. Just watching two games and goals getting scored here and goals getting scored there and who's going through keeps changing every five minutes. That was really fun. That was actually quite fun, I will say. Yeah. Well, we hardly knew you. Um, Okay, so Oscar thinks it's what a Morocco Brazil World Cup final. Uh, um, Argentina Portugal. Oh my god! 
No. Yes. And then he no. sits on the bench and watches Messi <laughs> score a hat trick to win his World Cup. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, that would yeah. be the best thing ever. That's what I'm rooting for. That's what I want. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, then. Uh, Argentina, Portugal final. Um, I'll go England, Brazil. Um, and that is that. Um, oh, speaking of England, um, obviously we just want to shout out uh, there was uh, bad news. Amongst all of the bad news at this World Cup that there has been, uh, human rights, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the list goes on. Um, all the migrant issues, a migrant death the other day, um, to which the uh, CEO or whatever prick he is in charge of the World Cup basically just says, oh, well, you know, death is a part of life. Like, um, no, not when you're t- kind of to blame with it and your poor practices have caused that, for fuck's sake. Mm. Um, we also just want to shout out and send all of our best wishes and love to Raheem Sterling oh, yeah, um, right. and his family after he obviously flew home early from the tournament after his house was um, robbed by armed people um, hopefully you know his family his family were there at the time um, I think it's exactly the right thing for him to do to go home um, I know also Ben White went home not sure what the it just said for personal reasons so hope everything's okay with him as well and yeah just good vibes be love and love one another love yourselves and each other um i'm hoping this means that ian has put in the outro music as i talk because uh, i'm or rambling or he put in the quiz music because do, 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 do. i have a quiz ready what shall we quiz how? Well, uh, just, you know, just go along with it. Okay. All go right. along with it. Question the first. What is your name? Full name? Yeah. Original name? Charlie Bailey. Ding, ding. Point to Chuck. Question the second. What day is it? Of the week? Thursday? Ding, ding. Point to Chuck. <laughs> Question the third. What is my favorite soccer team? Um... The the Chelsea Football Club. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. Point to Chuck. And for the big win, who was the best team in the group stages? The, be- the best team? Mm-hmm. The, or subjectively? Yeah, answer the question. Canada? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Point to Chuck. <laughs> that is a quiz. I had a quiz prepared. I'm annoyed that I had to do all the work for the quiz and it didn't happen. So I'm giving you a point that puts Chuck at five <laughs> to three in the season Woo! standings. We're, oh, hang on. Are we only, uh, we've only done eight quizzes. We're really slack at this. Yeah, it's we been, need it's to... been really hard to like all three of us get on at the same time this mm. year. And that's we only just... going to get worse because my Rocket League coaching season starts soon. Oh, it, pff, nightmare. Mm. Um, we, this is how it all falls apart at the seams. Uh, well, I guess he started the uh, outro music now, or he's just cut all of that out of protest. <laughs> Probably recorded an editor's notes saying, oh, I wasn't there because I wasn't feeling well, and rah, 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 something about a fish. Um, say goodbye, Mr. Oscar Puente. Bye, Mr. Oscar Puente. Um, uh, say goodbye, Ian. You can't. Um, oh, goodbye. Mm. <laughs> uncanny, <laughs> both of us. Uh, thanks to our producers, Nate, Jeff, Andy, uh, Tom, Mark, and Johnny. Yay, said them all. Bye. Ian, we love you. Hope you feel well. No, I don't. <laughs>